The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii. Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Hi, I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sproat Sr. And I would like to thank you for joining us today. We would like to welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station, KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station, KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KCJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station, KCSG channel 8 of St. George, Utah, parts of Nevada, Wyoming, uh, Nevada, and Arizona. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. And from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and VR Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the Kingdom of God for the whole world, with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus Coming Soon, a landmark in Cleve for over 90 years, and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to be locked on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William Hans Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated <clears throat> at the conclusion of the telecast. 
To start off today's telecast, the church choir, under the direction of Amelia Hahn, will sing the song, In the Deep, Deep Sea. They will be ably accompanied by Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the organ. We praise and thank the Lord for His abundant mercy and compassion. When the Lord forgives us for our sins, He forgets them as far as the east is from the west and remembers them no more. As the words to the song goes, Christ has buried my transgressions in the deep, deep sea. Please join in and sing with the choir as you see the words flashed on your television screen.
The church band under direction of head pastor William M. Hahn Jr. will play the song Believe. In our service to the Lord, all he asks for us is our simple trusting faith in him. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When we commit all things in the Lord's hands, he will make a way for our prayers to be answered. Sherilyn Abing will give the Lord all the praises and glory, singing the Spirit-inspiring song softly and tenderly. During her background music will be head pastor William M. Hahn Jr. on the piano, associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass, and Mason Asano Sr. and yours truly on the guitar. The Lord is softly and tenderly speaking to your hearts today. Won't you hear his call and accept him as your personal Savior, Master, and Lord? For today is the day of salvation, if you will but hear his voice. See 
The church choir will now perform the uplifting song entitled, Mountains Will Move. Yes, dear television viewers, the Lord tells us that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, He is able to move mountains. As we put our faith, hope, and trust in the Lord, He will make all the crooked paths straight and turn all of our tests and trials into glorious victories. What a wonderful Lord we have.
The church orchestra under my direction will play the toe-tapping song on their ukuleles and guitars entitled, Fill My Cup, Lord. Our walk with the Lord is a very fulfilling experience that feeds and nourishes our spiritual bodies. He is able to fill our cups with the Holy Spirit and quench the thirsting of our souls. As the words to the song goes, Bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up, and make me whole. B.A. Degrees under the direction of Pohaku Corder will now blend their voices to the song, The Bible is a Cool Book. Yes, saints and friends, the cool book, the Bible, tells us that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We are a spirit-directed church led by the Lord. The Lord has appointed spirit-directed leaders to guide His people to the glory land, a land flowing with milk and honey, where we will be with our Lord and Savior forever more. At this time, it is with great pleasure to dedicate this beautiful song to Anella Briones. We pray the Lord will continue to bless and strengthen you all the days of your life. Have a wonderful Sunday.
we're celebration. It's not just regulations. Let's make this observation. The Bible's really cool. Greetings. In the sweet name of Jesus, I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda, and I'd like to repeat our television time, stations, and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if, if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBBU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY Channel 9 in Central California and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCGSG TV channel 8 of St. George, Utah, parts of Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona. From 11 to 12 midnight on station KGB TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable, channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now concerning our scheduled gospel services here in the home state of Hawaii, services are held at Temple every Tuesday and Wednesday, Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday School for All Ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. Our Kaimiki Branch Church, located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches. As services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Castanera Sr. in Kanakakai Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloe in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K.Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Aspera in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Aspera in President Rojas, Cotobato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program back to Associate Pastor Trustee Adrian Sprode Sr., who will bring forth his Spirit-directed and Spirit-inspired sermon. Edwin? Thank you, Melvin. We as born-again Christians believe that God's promises are yea and amen. 
and his promise to return in clouds of glory for his own is not a question of if, but rather when is he coming back to translate his bride, the church, to their journey's end of eternal life in God's kingdom. Therefore, we are blessed to have you join in the reading of today's sermon entitled, Jesus Christ is no respecter of persons. And we are confident knowing that as you seize the moment to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you will be blessed throughout your entire lifetime here upon this earth. It is the Lord Jesus Christ's desire that all people come unto Him in full repentance to receive the salvation of their souls full and free. And those who obey His commandments will be bountifully blessed spiritually, materially, physically, and even financially. However, those souls who reject the Lord Jesus Christ shall be devoured by the sword, and there will be no remedy for their souls. Tragic end. Do we dare provoke, provoke the Lord Jesus Christ to jealousy? Do we dare contend that our earthly strength is greater than He? God forbid. The Lord Jesus Christ has the power to save, the power to heal, the power to bless and overcome all obstacles, the power to devastate, and the power to curse. Therefore, the greatest change that can occur in every man, woman, and child's life is the spiritual change when they accept Him as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Everyone will experience a physical change in their life upon this earth. Once they were strong, but now they are weak. Once they were ignorant, but now education has broadened their outlook, and they have greater knowledge of the things of the world. However, let me repeat, the greatest and most important change is the desire to attain a spiritual change. The Lord Jesus Christ, God Himself, can create a spiritual change in our daily lives that will be greater than anything or anybody. In Acts 9, 1-20, the Lord Jesus Christ changed Saul to Paul from a sinner to a saint and from a persecutor to a preacher of the gospel of the kingdom of God. In Acts 10, 1 and 2, the Lord Jesus Christ changed Peter, a narrow, selfish, prejudiced Christian who believed Christianity was for the Jews only to preach the gospel to the Gentiles in the house of Cornelius because Jesus Christ is no respecter of persons. It reads, there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. Caesarea was a Gentile city, and the Jews hated the Gentiles as well as the Roman army. However, the Bible tells us that Cornelius was a God-fearing man who believed in Jesus Christ, and it describes him as follows. 
He was a devout man. With all his house, he feared God. Cornelius gave much alms to all people and was not mean or stingy. He did not regard money as his God and did not look down on the less fortunate. But out of the abundance of his heart, he supplied their needs. He prayed to God always and knew that his own strength and resources were not enough. He had faith to reach out to the Lord in the only way he knew, which was through prayer. God's word, the Bible relates in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Cornelius in Acts 10, 4 through 6, was visited by an angel of God to enlighten him about God's plan of salvation in Christ Jesus. It reads, And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodgeth with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. The Philippian jailer asked Paul and Silas this question in Acts 16, 29 to 33. What must I do to be saved? It reads, Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized, he and all his straightway. Jesus Christ is God's only Savior for mankind in this lost and dying world. The church at Philippi, the church at Corinth, the church at Ephesus, and the church at Galatia were baptized into Christ. As stated in Galatians 3.27, For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. In Colossians 2.12, the Colossians were baptized too. It reads, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And a man named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, came to Jesus Christ by night seeking the salvation of his soul. And he received this new birth commandment. As we read in John 3, 3 and 4, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born. Again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Then the Lord Jesus Christ responded to Nicodemus and said to all mankind in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, 
Verily I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. To be born of water is to be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ, as declared in Acts 2.38 that reads, Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And to be born of the Spirit is to speak in God's unknown tongue or language, which is the only Bible verification that we have received the infilling of God's Holy Spirit. Acts 4.12 relates the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name of Jesus is a name which is above every name in heaven and in earth of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Matthew 28, 19 also relates, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. The truth in this scripture is to determine what is the name of the Father? What is the name of the Son? And what is the name of the Holy Ghost? We must understand that the terms Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles and not names. Therefore, the name of the Father is Jesus. The name of the Son is Jesus. And the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. And we are instructed in Colossians 2.9. It reads... For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost dwelleth in Christ Jesus. And these three manifestations, these are three manifestations, but only one God. The Lord Jesus Christ sent Peter a vision in Acts 10, 13 and 14, and it reads, And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. The Lord Jesus Christ replied, What God has cleansed, do not call common. This event happened three times to Peter, and he was taught that the Lord Jesus Christ is a Savior to both the Jews and the Gentiles. And Jesus Christ is no respecter of persons. The Lord Jesus Christ denotes in John 3.16 that reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let us continue in Acts 10.17-20. Now while Peter had doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean, Behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate and called and asked whether Simon, which was surnamed Peter, were lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision, the Spirit said unto him, Behold, 
Three men seek thee. Arise, therefore, and get thee down, and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. The Lord Jesus Christ directed Peter to go with these men, who were also sent to bring him to the house of Cornelius. We also find that Abraham followed the instructions given to him by God in Hebrews 11:8 that reads, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing whether he went. In Acts 10, 21 to 24, then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Cornelius and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are come? And they said, Cornelius the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God and of good report among all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Then called he them in and lodged them. And on the morrow Peter went away with them, and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. And the morrow after they entered into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them and had called together his kinsmen and near friends. Let us read on in Acts 10, 25 to 27. And as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter took him up, saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many that were come together. Peter, a true servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, did not take any glory for himself, but gave all the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. Peter then explained to Cornelius how God had showed him not to call any man common or unclean. Acts 10, 34 to 39 further states, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth I perceive, that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word I say ye know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. God's word, the Bible expresses the great truth that Peter learned and which every man, woman, and child also needs to learn today in the Lord Jesus Christ, every soul is precious unto him. For Jesus Christ is no respecter of persons. Peter learned that the Lord Jesus Christ desired to bless the Gentiles as well as the Jews. And Peter then began to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God to all those present in the house of Cornelius. Mark 16, 16 adds this exhortation. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. 
Baptism is essential to salvation. And Peter confirmed this in 1 Peter 3.21 that reads, The like figure whereunto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In Acts 10.43 we read, to him give all the prophets witness that through the name whosoever believeth in him shall receive remission of sins. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Remission of sins means to pardon or to forgive one's sins. The only condition is to believe and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, Master, and Lord. The Gentiles in the house of Cornelia received God's Holy Spirit immediately upon believing, and they spoke with tongues just as the Jews did on the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem. We continue reading in Acts 10, 47 and 48. It says, Can any man forbid water that these should not be baptized, which have received the Holy Ghost as well as we? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. The Gentiles in the house of Cornelia were truly born again of water and of God's Holy Spirit. And they were called Christians first in Antioch and were proud to be called Christians, which simply means a worker for Christ. Today, certain people may think that all who live in a so-called Christian nation are Christians. However, this term must apply only to those who willingly accept the Lord Jesus Christ and His plan of salvation and are baptized in His name and filled with God's Holy Spirit. The Lord Jesus Christ instructed Peter in a vision to teach him this great new truth concerning the Gentiles. And the Lord Jesus Christ is the God for all men, regardless of race, color, or station in life. Peter, God's true servant, was subjected to much persecution, but he stood fast in the faith, having the promise given in Isaiah 54, 17. It says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord." Peter also understood God's word and believed the word of God written in Revelations 22, 18, and 19. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. God's book of life is open to every man, woman, and child who will accept the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. However, those who refuse to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior will not find their names written in God's book of life. Paul gives us this encouragement in Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. In Romans 10, 13, we also read, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
Peter faced accusations against him with a sweet, sweet spirit of the living God. He knew that every step he had taken had been ordered by the Lord Jesus Christ and not man. For the Lord Jesus Christ loves all mankind because he is their creator. And in every nation, he that feareth God and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. Therefore, Peter knew that it was God's plan to preach to the Gentiles in the house of Cornelius and open the gospel of the kingdom of God to all mankind upon the face of the earth. Peter felt the hand of the Lord Jesus Christ upon him, and he went to preach to the house of Cornelius based on the following. First, he told them of his vision on the housetop in Joppa. He told them about the sheet which was filled with many animals, and how God said unto him, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. He told them how he had answered by saying, Oh, I have never done anything like that. Then he told them how the Lord Jesus Christ said, what I have called clean, call not thou common. Second, he told them of the arrival of Cornelius' men and of how the Spirit commanded him to follow these men. As he wondered about the vision, the men came and requested him to come to Caesarea and preach to the Gentiles. Was that a coincidence? If so, it was arranged by the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself. Third, he then told them of Cornelius' vision. These two visions coincided with each other. God was working at both ends. At one end, he told Cornelius to send for Peter, while at the other end, he told Peter to go to see Cornelius. There is no guesswork with the Lord Jesus Christ. He works everything out on schedule and for his own divine purpose. He is never too slow. He is never too fast. And he is always on time. And fourth, he told how the Holy Spirit fell on the group at Caesarea. He said, when that happened, what could I do? I certainly could not withstand God. One thing about Peter was that he was very presumptuous. He never beats around the bush. After Peter's explanation and impassioned plea, these men had nothing else to say. And in Acts 11:18, we read, when they heard these things, they held their peace and glorified God, saying, then hath God also to the Gentiles granted repentance unto life. Jeremiah 29 relates, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word was in mine heart as a burning fire shut up in my bones, and I was weary with forbearing, and I could not stay. When we see souls saved, we rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. But that is not all. We also exhort the saints of God to become overcomers, just as the Lord Jesus Christ instructs in Matthew 24, 13. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ is no respecter of persons, we will, be, we will continue to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God until he returns in clouds of glory to call up his waiting bride, the church, saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word, the church, and view these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin Sprout Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to all of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of His hands. Our church band will once again play for you this melodious anthem entitled, No, Not One.
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.